I have three notebooks. They're very different kinds of notebooks, but may I humbly suggest that you have your own notebooks as well. They're fantastic things. I think it was Einstein who was once asked about the, the speed of sound or something like that. And he said, well, I don't know. That kind of information is readily available in books, so why should I keep it in my mind? Uh, I've no idea if he said it or not, or as to the truth of that, but that's neither here nor there. The point is that books don't seem to forget things rapidly, and in fact, the connections you make on the page, whether physical or digital, or even just... Yeah, no, those are really the only options. The connections you make on the page are really sometimes quite astounding, and they jump out at you in a way that they don't when they're in your head. Even if you try and draw a page when you close your eyes, it doesn't seem to have quite the same effect, perhaps because having a pencil and a page at the same time and the words on the page is a bit much. Even if your imagination is particularly vivid, you tend to concentrate too much on the page, too much on the words, or too much on the pencil. You can't see all of them at once. Try it. If you're dreaming, you can do wonderful things, but that's when you're asleep and you normally don't get to do your rational thinking then. If you're doing your rational thinking in your sleep, well, good for you, you're clearly on an entirely another level. My first notebook is a leather-wrapped brown paper notebook. On the front, it says... If found, please return to Matthew Courtney. It also says this journal is full of highly intellectual information. I'm very humble. I didn't put that there. That came with the book. I just chose this book especially for no reason. Inside the book, I keep a couple of different things. And I'll walk through some of those things that I keep in here. It's kind of like a bullet journal, but there are a million things on bullet journals, so I won't talk about that for now. I'll talk about what I actually put in this book, and why I use this book for this. Although some of the functions of this paper book have now been taken over by my iPad, but I'll get to that. Whenever I go to a meeting, I normally put down the big points and then I put down subpoints, especially actions. I only use two colors in my notebooks normally, a red pen and a black pen. First, because they are the best colors of wine gum and that is indisputable. And also because it's a nice, simple amount of pens to carry with you, and red and black seem to go together nicely enough. So I keep meeting notes in here, but that's not all. What else? Well, I keep book notes in here. I kid you not. I keep notes on books, especially books that I'm reading for work, uh, books that I'm reading to learn, books that I'm reading to study. I keep notes in all of these books. I'll write little quotes out. I'll write it out like dictation, I suppose. And I'll often put the page number. As I look at last year's notebook, I see that I didn't put page numbers. And that's really a shame because even though I did put the book, it's fairly difficult to track down later. A new innovation that started about 20 pages in was putting the date at the bottom of each page. I found this was helpful for later. And I found it far superior to putting in a table of contents because a 30-page table of contents is a little difficult to add after the fact. Besides, I never wanted to go back. As Edna Mode says in The Incredibles, I never look back, darling. Never. I don't know if she said the last never, but I do know she says, I never look back. Anyways, important quotes or important points or 
my little analysis of argument in a section, I'll bracket those with two little red brackets and often I'll use the little arrows in the middle to show the flow of thought. If I've got multiple things in a single page, I have a line dividing the two of them. So maybe I've staff meeting at the top and preaching meeting at the bottom. If you didn't know, I work in a church, so I suppose those are kind of very ordinary meetings that you might have. Any other meetings that I might have in the week, I have a little checkbox and I put a little handle on it so it becomes a coffee cup. Because what kind of meeting doesn't include coffee? I don't know. I don't have those. For programs, camp programs. Whenever I have a camp or go away, although I haven't been doing very much of that lately, there is a little thing called lockdown. I'll often put the times and make a long list of everything. And then down the side, I'll just bracket which day it happens on. I find it's incredibly helpful to have your own program and even more helpful to write it all out. This is a large number of things that I keep in this book, but overall, not too bad. I keep little sketches, timetables, drawings, all of these things. These help me to keep track of my thoughts and to follow up things later that I might want. A notebook is really a resource that you create for yourself, a resource that you can refer back to later if you need something to remember or want inspiration to draw on. Very often when I'm reading a book, I'll write something down that I think will be helpful to me later. And often if I'm looking for a quote in a particular topic, I know I, written, I wrote about it in my book recently and I'll be able to dig it up and find it. Ah, near the back. I started to do something new. I'd write a passage of a book out and then I'd start to analyze it out of little arrows, lots of red comments, brackets, underlines, all of those kinds of things. And now we've done enough of the paper journal. Oh, no, we haven't, we haven't. At the back of the paper journal, and this is something that none of my other journals can beat. And I always try and get a journal with a little thing like this. It has a pocket. What innovation? A journal with a pocket. So you may wonder what I put in the pocket. Uh, normally when you buy things, they come with stickers. Uh, it's quite a common thing. Um, if you buy a microphone or a pair of shoes, often it'll come with a sticker. If I don't like the sticker, I throw it out. If I do like the sticker, all of them get collected in the back of the journal. At the end of the year, I take all of the stickers out of that pocket and I put them inside a box that is disguised as a book, which I keep inside a red drawer in the second drawer of my house, underneath the model of a Chinese junk made out of Lego. Oddly specific, but deeply satisfying. What are the kind of things that I also put in this back pocket? I put lists. I put lists of ideas for inspiration. I have a list here at the back of this journal, the paper one from last year, of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, lots. I mean, there's, this goes on and it's in tiny little writing. I write like an ant. Of places to go and things to do. I have a list of books to buy. I have a list of things to do. And often I'll keep tiny, empty little blank papers at the back, just so that if something does come up, I can write a little sketch, I can do a little drawing. I see here I've got a little picture of camera angles that might do for an interview shoot. And a list of things to do, people to phone. I did get round to it, I think. They're all checked off. Anyway, that is the paper journal, which is now used less and less. I normally use the paper journal for the satisfaction of writing on paper, which simply can't be beat. 
So if that's the paper journal, which I use less now, what do I use more? Well, I do use my iPad, but let me start with my Kindle, which is not really a notebook. Part two, the Kindle. I like reading books on the Kindle. Actually, let me rephrase. I like reading on the Kindle. If I want to read a book, I get out the old piece of wood that has been cut up into many little slivers and stamped on both sides. That's a book. The Kindle is a place for reading, but it's not a place for people who like books, because a Kindle isn't a book. A Kindle is for containing the words which go inside of books, which I suppose are books, but you know, if you want to nitpick, how can you nitpick if you're not going to be so specific? So I read books on the Kindle, and I found that highlighting passages and saving them for later is quite possible. I don't use the Kindle for actually writing any notes. I highlight things and I make bookmarks of important pages to follow up later. Yeah, that's all I use it for. That's the whole thing. All right, moving on. iPad. Now, I have two different apps on my iPad that I use for notes. Actually, three. There's the default notes app, which is quite nice for those notes when you want scrap paper. And this is how I treat the default notes app. Because when you tap an iPad with an Apple Pencil, the first thing that comes up is notes. I don't know if you knew this. If you have an iPad with an Apple Pencil, try it. Don't unlock it. Just turn it over, open it up, and tap. And you'll see the most wonderful thing. This page of scrap paper will come up. Now, I use this as scrap paper. You can use it for serious notes, but I don't know what you do. So there we go. The second app I use is GoodNotes. Each year, I create a new journal in which I use which I use as a notebook. I write lists, I write schedules, I write my meetings in, I do my little coffee cup thing to the side, I do little pictures. If I'm playing a quiz, I'll, I'll write the answers in there. It's really my notebook that I would write anything down that would go in my notebook. And often I put in pictures and annotate them. I mean, even here is my concept for the art for Feed the Fish. I drew a little sketch and then I went across and did the actual artwork. I didn't do that in GoodNotes. But here I keep little notes, little lists, everything to do for this week at work, all of that I keep in here. If you're remarkably astute, you'll notice that if that's where I keep my little notes, my meetings, where do I keep all the marked up documents? Well, for that I use Notability because it's got this fantastic little thing where it's got folders down the side. I mean, I could do it in GoodNotes, but I'd find it more difficult. And I actually find it's quite helpful to have a lot of PDFs all in one row, in one place, and I can group them by what I do. I can have a section called Podcast. I can have a section called Trumpet. I do play Trumpet. I'll talk about that at another time. I've got another one for my job, maybe sermons, maybe for our fellowship groups. I've got another set of sound manuals for the sound desk at our church, which I help run, and for the equipment that I have at home that I'm recording this podcast on. I've got one for camp. Uh, I have a Bible app here so I can have a look at the Bible and mark up any passages I'm busy working on. I've got some readings from the Puritans. All kinds of interesting things are here. And I've got stuff for my honours, for my degree, old papers that I can mark up and have a look at. I have all of these things there. And this is where I mark it up. Let me find something that is a good example um, papers for my honours. I didn't really mark those up. I suppose they're just there as available. Uh, but I've got readings that I did use. I did a course recently. 
a church history course, which was a lot of fun. I rather enjoy history. And I've marked up my readings accordingly. So I've taken the readings and I've just marked on the page in red pen where everything goes. I've underlined anything important, highlighted in yellow anything that's particularly important. I've highlighted in green any dates. And I've drawn wonderful little arrows to the footnotes because the footnotes often contain interesting things that they couldn't be bothered to put in the main text because they were somewhat irrelevant. Or they were relevant, but not relevant enough to go in the main text, or they were relevant and should have been in the main text, but they decided to put them in a footnote anyway because they wanted to make the main text shorter. To be honest, I think it makes them slightly harder to read, but I prefer footnotes than inline citations. Those are a mission. That's not the point. The point is, I mark everything up. And if something's so long that I want to include the whole thing, but I don't want to be bothered to highlight it. I just draw a line down the side and then I know that whole paragraph's important and I'd better read it later when I'm writing. And that is what I use my notebooks for. I wonder what you use your notebooks for. I've no idea how you can reply to this podcast on your various channels, but you can tweet me. Uh, so do tweet me. My Twitter handle is somewhere attached. Otherwise, I'll find it in just a moment because I haven't actually done this before. Let me find it. I don't normally do shout-outs like this, I suppose. A self-shout-out? Is this self-promotion? I suppose it is. But I mean, you're really listening to me, so I've promoted myself successfully to some extent. Tweet me at Matt underscore Will underscore Wright. And tell me, what do you use your notebook for? <laughs>